Welcome to Warren Upstage, a podcast showcasing all things theatrical in the city of Warren. I'm Lewis Kerman. It's December now, and we're getting close to the late holidays of the year, as well as to the winter season, though you would think it's already here to look outside. For those who want to stay indoors, though, away from the cold, Warren Civic Theater has a new show that'll still put you in the holiday mood. It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, it's a show that's been adapted from the 1946 classic film for the stage. For more information, here's the show's director, Greg Trascoma, to explain. Well, yeah, it was uh, it was originally written by Frank Capra, who's the you know wrote all kinds of stuff and directed all kinds of stuff and uh, one of the legends of Hollywood. And it was adapted by a guy named James Rogers, who now I want to say is with University of Kentucky but at one time was the chairman of the theater department at University of Detroit. So it's all connected. Yeah, I mean, long before it was Mercy. And uh, I think he chaired a couple other theater departments before he he made his way to Kentucky. And um, he's uh, he's had quite a writing career down there as well as running the program. And he adapted this thing and it's it's apparently one of the most produced holiday plays in America. And uh, that's a sweet adaptation. The way he's written the thing, you can do it with a fairly compact number of people or you can stretch it out. And as is our kind of tradition, we stretch it out, but still not uh, not as gigantic as what we usually do. In terms of cast members, the production promises to be one of the bigger shows of the Civic Theater season so far. That is, if you don't count the musicals. This required an open casting early in the year, as Greg points out when we talked. You never know what's gonna show up at the auditions. We had a nice turnout and, and we've, we've got some some really nice actors in the thing, even way down into the secondary and tertiary and real supporting roles. We've got a couple of young folks playing. In this one, you get to see George Bailey, not not just the Jimmy Stewart age, as much flashbacks. Most of the story is told in flashback. And so we get to see George as a 10-year-old kid, as a teenager, as a, as a early 20s kind of thing, and so this creates opportunities. Even a little 10-year-old George is a nice little actor, and I don't know how much he's done, but he, he holds the stage up against uh, uh, Mr. Gower, who is an actor somewhere north of 50 years old and with some considerable experience and stage presence, and the kid holds his own up there. I want to see what happens when we add an audience to the mix and how that all goes, but it's got a lot of opportunities. Some of the Civic Theater's brightest young faces. <laughs> So, opportunities for young people to appear in the show invited some new faces to the stage. I asked Greg about some debut performers. Yeah, we've got a we've got a few. Um, the the uh, two who immediately come to mind are uh, our former students of mine from Macomb College. I had uh, in fact I've got a student this semester up at Center Campus who heard about it. And she said, "I'm trying out," and she brought a friend who wasn't a student from Macomb, and her friend ended up. Uh, and it's always the thing, right? You bring a friend and the friend is the one who, who gets the gig, right? She brought her friend and, and her friend uh, uh, has got a, a, a sizable featured part in the thing. And I've got another student from Center Campus about a year ago who just got an email, saw something online and said, I'm trying out for it. And, and she's playing Mary Hatch, young Mary, the, the Donna Reed part from the film as, as, a, as a teenager and as a young mom. Well, it's a, it's a sweet show. Uh, we've been getting some calls. Is this appropriate for young Could kids come and see this or is it? And, uh, and I think so. I think it's appropriate for, if it were motion picture, be rated G. 
It gets a little dark, but uh, fairly quickly, uh, a pretty comic angel shows up and uh, doing their best <laughs> with their limited means. And uh, there's a lot of comedy in the show. And the adaptation doesn't give you everything that the movie gives you in translating it from the film to stage. Uh, some scenes are kind of left out. We don't actually open up the gymnasium floor and have everybody fall into the pool. Um, but it's mentioned and then some characters enter dripping wet. But you get your, your wonderful life experience. It's not in black and white, it's in living color. It's right in front of your face and the actors are, are uh, laughing and sweating and crying right in front of you. It's a group effort, you know, the audience brings something uh, as well as the actors bringing something. So um, it should be a good time and, and get folks into the holiday spirit. And it's surprising, it's set at Christmas time, but so much of the play isn't a Christmas play. And we keep forgetting that. We, we uh, had a whole list of music and stuff that, and there's, there'll be caroling involved. We've got carolers before the show and some caroling likely during intermission. And it certainly ends at Christmas. It begins and ends at Christmas. But uh, all of these flashbacks over the course of many, many years, there's summertime scenes. And in fact, a lot of the scenes are summertime. They're, they're springtime, fall in love scenes. That kind of stuff. It's kind of all something for everybody. The, the kids will get something out of it. The, the older ones get something too. So. Now, switching gears from It's a Wonderful Life, there's another event taking place courtesy of the Warren Civic. This isn't strictly dramatic or a musical ensemble, but rather a single person on stage for one night. And a rather well-known single person in the region, at least, Mr. Mitch Album. For more about how the Civic got involved, I'll turn it back over to Greg. A couple of years ago, I, I had the chance to play the lead in uh, one of Mitch's plays. He wrote a musical, Hockey the Musical, at the City Theater downtown across from Fox Theater, Comerica Park and whatnot, inside a hockey town. I had a blast doing that and, and got to know him a bit and his organization a bit. And he's got a new book that just uh, was released. And as part of uh, releasing the book, he's got these events that he's doing all over the country, where it's it's not simply a book sign. He's doing book signings all over the place. You go to Barnes and Noble or a bunch of other places where there's a stack of books and, and, and you buy a book and they'll sign it. But in this case, he's got a, a presentation that, that he makes. He's got some video and some audio. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the content of all that video and audio is, but I've heard tell that some of it has to do with his work down in Haiti, and some of it had to do with his experience as a writer, and as a journalist, and as a, and as a man of the theater. And so they, uh, they were going to do a few of these events in the Detroit area. And, and around Michigan, it's more like one up in Traverse City, and one in Alpena, and Lansing, et cetera, down Toledo. And uh, they wanted to do one in Warren. And they said, well, who do we know in Warren? He said, well, Trascoma, we did a show with him, and he's got a theater organization there. Maybe uh, this would be something. And so they contacted me and said, would you be interested in, in hosting this? And, and we said, uh, yeah, absolutely we would. And, um, and so we kind of come to this from Mitch's uh, experience as a man of a theater, and we're a theater organization, and we're gonna have this uh, this event in the auditorium at the community center. Uh, it's called An Evening with Mitch Album, uh, The Next Person You Meet in Heaven. That's his latest novel. It's a sequel to The Five People You Meet in Heaven, which is a huge best-selling book and made into uh, uh, a made-for-TV motion picture starring John Voight. And I wanna say Jeff Daniels is in it too. So this is the first time he's written a sequel. And it's a real popular book. And the sequel now is uh, a New York Times bestseller. And so for 30 bucks, 
It's an event in the community center auditorium, which is a pretty small venue, all things considered. It's only 13 rows deep. So no matter where you are, you're gonna be pretty close to the stage. And he'll make this about an hour long presentation. And then he's gonna be down in conference room A, signing books, because with your $30 admission, it includes a copy of the book. He'll be there to autograph the book or personalize it for you. Once he's signing books, Civic Theater is going to be doing something in the auditorium, providing some entertainment in there. The profits from this event benefit two homeless organizations. The Civic Theater said, who do we want this to benefit? And so we've identified uh, McCrest, which is the Macomb County Rotating Emergency Shelter Team, which is uh, immediate and local help for the homeless. Right, they've got a rotating shelter that is partnered up with a whole bunch of churches in Macomb County where we're heading into December now and into January, and it's all, we're recording this in November, and it's already, it's, it's, a, it's a cold night a couple days after Thanksgiving, and it's just gonna get worse. So this event will benefit McCrest, and uh, that's an immediate and local kind of thing. And then the other half of the proceeds will go to one of Mitch's charities. He's got a variety of uh, charities under his Say Detroit umbrella. One of the charities that we've identified is an organization called Working Homes, Working Families. And the way this works, he had this idea uh, several years ago that city of Detroit has all these empty houses and has all of these homeless people. Well, maybe we could match up some empty houses with some homeless people and give some people some shelter and a chance. So Working Homes Working Families tries to get homeowners to donate a house or folks who can donate um, materials or labor or money uh, to uh, rehabilitate these houses and then they identify homeless families that have got some resources and they match them up with a house and put them in the house and they take care of the house for two years, they pay the taxes on it, they pay the utilities, they maintain the place and after two years they get a house and there's a taxpayer and there's a life in a neighborhood and a community and so uh, that we've identified as being uh, more on a long-term and regional uh, solution to homelessness. So we're trying to do kind of a little two-pronged <laughs> attack on the thing through putting on a show. It's kind of a, a Judy and Mickey thing. <laughs> we're going to put on a show and we're going to help. To recap, It's a Wonderful Life is directed by Greg Trescoma and performs December 7th through the 9th. Friday and Saturday shows are 7 p.m. Sunday show is 3 p.m. It's one weekend only. Also, A Night with Mitch album, The Next Person You Meet in Heaven, will happen on Thursday, December 13th. Time is 7.30 p.m. For ticket information and purchasing, visit the theater company's website, warrencivic.org. Today's episode of Warren Upstage was written, produced, edited, and narrated by Lewis Kerman. Yes, that's me. Special thanks to Greg Trascoma for chatting about the WCT's upcoming events, and to the cast and crew of It's a Wonderful Life, as well as to Mitch Album, Break a Leg. Warren Upstage is a production of My Warren. To hear more podcasts like this, please visit mywarren.org. That is M-I-Warren.org. As always, thanks for listening.